Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live scent. It's always fun to be recording another episode of Living Scent. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is sort of just calm and easy. It's it's two of us on mic today. That's right. Jason's here. How are you doing, Jason? I'm great. I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm I'm here, Scott. So we've got some discipleship, some D team, discipleship yeah. team staff members. Yvonne is not here. Nope. She's like, I guess everyone can take time off. Yeah. Well, we'll give her a little bit, but oh. if she misses too much, yeah, then I mean, it's not going to be good. I, I mean, she makes every episode of Living Scent better, too. So <laughs> I, I can agree with that. <laughs> okay. I absolutely agree with that. And Vicky is here, as always, making everything happen in the recording studio. The amazing recording studio of hey, the den. Just I, I want to pause and celebrate, too, that Living Scent has been downloaded more than 5,000 times. Oh, my gosh. So what that tells me is... These ideas about how do we live as disciples, that there, there's actually a use for it. There's actually some, some people saying, this is helping me to know what discipleship is and how to do it. Yeah. And so even though we don't have a high-class recording studio, um, maybe we should invest in one. I maybe. Mean, that's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of downloads. I just think that that number of downloads, too, is it's, um, it's evidence that people want to grow, mm-hmm. that they want to learn. Yeah. And what, what an incredible thing that God puts it on our hearts to continue to always be learners yep. and, and growers, mm-hmm. you know, that we never get to a place where I'm done, mm-hmm. check please. Yeah. But actually <laughs> there is something that we can learn all the time. Yep. So I'm, yeah. I'm thankful for that. And I'm excited too, because our, our hope right now is to equip MC leaders, to equip apprentices and... Um, before Living Scent, it was like everything had to fall into a training time. Mm-hmm. And here we have the privilege to talk about things, and we can listen to it at our leisure, Yeah, commute to work, yeah. wherever. Yep. Which is great. And today, uh, Jason, what are we talking about today? Uh, I'm so excited. So, you know, every time we get together an MC on, it's not just a format of the guide, but that there are five essentials, five DNA uh, markers of our missional communities, the mm-hmm. things that we want to be about. Yeah. And so what we're going to do over the next five episodes mm-hmm. is take each of those uh, DNA markers of an MC mm-hmm. and talk about them. And so uh, just to refresh, because we've been well, off. Well, first, let's just talk about what is a DNA marker? Like, Say that in a way where, where we get it. Like, yeah. What would happen if, if you're trying to have an MC and you don't have one of these five things? I I think if we didn't have one of these, you know, not not you missed one one week, but if you consistently did not yeah, have one of these, if you win a year, yeah, if this you win, never happened, <laughs> then I think you would have a much much. I'll put it like this: mm-hmm. I think you would have a much much more difficult time, an unnecessarily difficult time, to make and make a well rounded disciple, mm-hmm. um, and and growing as a disciple. Yeah, the, these five things. We actually believe in, we, we prayed over, these are intentional, mm-hmm. um, they are on purpose. Yep. I remember the first time we said them out loud, too. Yeah. I was with some people who are very serious followers of Jesus. Yeah. And when, when I shared them out loud, they were like, that's discipleship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. we're on the right track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think what was, and we'll get to them in a minute, but what I think was, um, uh, what I loved about it is having having been a disciple maker for a long time, mm-hmm. 
when I when I saw this list, I went, oh yeah, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> okay, it makes sense. Yeah, so it's affirming. It totally makes yeah. sense, and mm-hmm. even even more so, this is what I've been doing. This is what Jesus did with his disciples. Come on, yep. you know, um, and so you know, we we want to. As disciples of Jesus, we want to emulate Jesus in his life, and I think we want to emulate him in his ministry mm-hmm. and how he made disciples. Yeah. So that's why these five, we believe, are so essential. So yeah. here they are. So the first one is the Bible, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, going to the yep. scriptures yep. as the authority. Mm-hmm. Second is learners are talking, mm-hmm. and it's not just one person going off on a lecture, but actually encouraging people to speak out loud, which we'll talk more about that in the yep. coming weeks. I think we'll do a whole episode on it. I bet we do. <laughs> uh, so learners are talking out loud, but also the gospel, number three, the gospel is said out loud yep. so that people hear it. Yep. It's impactful. Yeah. In, in your MC, yeah. that there would be a moment where someone actually says this good news, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the people go... Oh, that's what I like. There's something soul refreshing. That's endlessly wonderful. Jesus is the hero. Yes. (laughs) That's not advice at all. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fourth, that we are thinking about, we are putting energies towards, we are praying for our one. Mm -hmm. Who is all of us, the leader, the apprentice, the members of the MC? Who is the one that God has put on our hearts so that we might be an extension of his grace and love to that one person? Yep. I like to think of it as if we're looking at this beautiful thing, the gospel, and how much Jesus loves us, the grace of God to us in our MC, as we're like marveling at that, Mm -hmm. then we ask, who's my one Mm -hmm. who needs to know this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who's the one that God's put on my heart who who really needs this grace? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And then the last one is prayer, that the the MC make sure they take time not to check it off the list mm-hmm. but to engage in communion in communion as a group mm-hmm. with our heavenly father yeah. who is longing to hear from us who wants to hear from us yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that being in communion with god through prayer actually actually is 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 a is a fuel for our spiritual fire yeah so and this list um it's articulating the, the sort of the elements when you do an MC group, when you're meeting together, these things happen, um, and I like to think of it as they're actually in an order that makes sense. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what order you do them. Like if sure. you want to start with prayer, I think there's great merit to doing that. Absolutely. Like as an MC, we're just going to start by praying together. Yeah. But the the flow and the reason that we lay these out is because this is the way that the guides that you write are are really they, there's like a flow to it. Mm-hmm. So it starts with. The Bible. Mm-hmm. We're going to open up the scripture passage. We're going to let the Bible teach us. We're going to learn how to read it. Secondly, we're going to talk about it. Learners mm-hmm. are talking. Mm-hmm. So then someone's saying, like, I think it means this, or God's telling me this. And that's mm-hmm. actually how they're growing. Mm-hmm. Then we're like looking into the scripture to see how it's really about Jesus and yeah. his grace. So that, so the gospel, it's like basically as we're talking about it, we realize, oh, we're not believing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's right. That's so right. then to have someone speak the gospel to us, then we're like, if this gospel's true, Who's my one mm. who needs to hear it? Mm-hmm. And then the, at the end, it's it's not that prayer isn't... I think prayer is maybe like the essential part of all of this, but it's to conclude, it's like, God, would you help me believe this? Mm-hmm. Would you change me? Yeah. And God, would you be at work in the life of my one? Yeah. You know, and yeah. so it's like as we're thinking about the, the impact of the gospel, we're like wanting it to go out. So yeah. that order actually is intentional. Yeah. Um, 
And I love that it's reflected in the MC Guide. Too. Yeah. And again, and I appreciate you saying that because it's, that's not to say that you have to go in that order right. every single week. But there has been some thought to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and certainly, if your group needs to go a different way, then yeah. by all means, you're the leader. Yeah, go for it. Follow the Holy Spirit's um, but if, uh But if there isn't specific direction from the Holy Spirit, I'd say we've, we, we think this is a good pathway. This is a good pathway. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, then... In talking about the, these five essential DNA, today our focus is to talk about one. Yeah. And we're starting at the beginning of that list mm-hmm. with, with the Bible. And um, so I, I think for our, our conversation, it's like thinking of how important Scripture is to the making of a disciple. Yeah. Right? And just to start on the opposite side of that is like, what's the resistance? Mm. Like, I, I I hear way too many MCs saying, yeah, we realize nobody actually knows how to read the Bible. So, um, like, our MC doesn't actually know how to do this. Yeah. So, so what keeps us? What keeps people from reading the Bible? I think, I think the the I don't want to say the big one, but a big one mm-hmm. is that a person might look at the Bible and it is sixty six. Individual books long. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written over two thousand years ago yeah. to cultures that no longer exist, mm-hmm. in languages that aren't even used anymore, mm-hmm. and that just trips people out. That that is a stumbling block, not a, a moral one, but just a. It's a difficult book to read. How do I know what it what it's really saying? How do I know what it's really teaching? And so some people some people stop before they even start. Does that make sense? Yeah. So. Or you know, and so they they look at the scriptures, they look at the Bible as this. Oh, they they perceive it as an overly complicated book. Mm-hmm. And it, it, look, it is it is in some places. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. But that people just decide it's it's not possible for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe for others, but not for me. Yeah. And I I love to to be like just really honest. I love that you're saying. It actually has some parts that are hard to understand. Absolutely, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, there, there's parts where it's like, wait a minute, this is this is a hard message, or I don't even know what this is talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I think even Pastor Ryan has done some of that on Sundays, sort of going, okay, this is like if if we throw this out, there, there's a, a way where you would read this passage without having someone help you understand mm-hmm. what it means. Sure. And it could be really confusing. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, so that's that's just very very true. But the the idea then forms there's like two lies that come to our mind mm-hmm. and and one is like i can't do it mm-hmm. which is what you're mm-hmm. you're talking about and um i i think the the other lie that that s- sneaks in is like this doesn't actually apply to my life yeah. right like yeah. I, i'm reading this thing about you know whatever happened in the old testament mm-hmm. and i can't find a way to understand it yeah. maybe i can't understand it or if i'm understanding it maybe maybe i i can't actually apply it to my life which that mindset you know that this doesn't have anything to say this doesn't apply to me yeah that actually is is very much a um a modern postmodern mindset hmm. it's not um it, it's very it's very um not reminiscent but it, it's very characteristic of our culture today where we believe that anything, anything in the past was, uh, you know, er- everything in the past was wrong. It was an error. It was ignorant. It was biased. It was racist. It was all of these things. And yeah. thus, thus, yeah. so everything in the past is not worth 
what only matters is the now. Yeah. And 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 I see that outside of the church. I see that all over our culture, but that seeps in. Mm-hmm. And so we can bring that kind of a mindset to the scriptures and say, well, it's it's over 2000 years old. What could this possibly have to say to my life today? Yeah. Um, and we don't even realize that that's playing yeah. a part. I I think what's underlying both of those sort of hang-ups is we've started with the wrong presupposition. Mm-hmm. We've started thinking the Bible is ideas or knowledge or philosophies or laws. Mm-hmm. It's like ideas to be known, mm-hmm. ideas to be understood. Yeah. Right. But um, I, I guess if I were talking to a new disciple and the first thing I could tell them about the Bible, I would say, this is not ideas to be studied. Yeah. This is a, the voice of a person to be known. Mm-hmm. Like this is someone who wants to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's that to me, that feels like just a totally different paradigm. Yeah. Right. So then now what what I what I want to invite them into is not not to read this to gain more knowledge. I mean that there's a part of that. Like to sure. be able to read the Bible in sure. the context and understand historically what's taking place, you know, each different book of the Bible. You know, what genre is this? So there's a lot of like structure and, mm-hmm. and background information that helps you but the like at the at the core what are we calling people to when we call them to read the bible this is the way that god wants to talk to you yeah. <laughs> this is the voice this is there's there's jesus loves you so much and if you read this the bible says of itself it's living right? yeah. what does that mean it's like god's going to talk to you mm-hmm. like to you personally right right and, and i feel like that paradigm if we don't if we don't have that then we get caught easily in the oh i'm not i don't understand it enough i don't have enough i'm not able to read it i i'll never be able to read it right right whereas if you think of like someone that you just really like and talking to them you're like i wonder what adventure what our next conversation is going to unfold about mm, who they are yeah then it's like a different desire for yeah. moving into it i i, I want to share um maybe just one more uh, reason why I think sometimes people don't read the Bible, yeah. um, and this is actually in the in the over two years, just over two years that I've been at Resonate, I've actually had this conversation with people mm-hmm. at Resonate. Yeah, and so one of the things that I love about our church is, as God has just God, I, I believe God has given us great clarity and and a love for the gospel, mm-hmm. and that we we regularly are are wanting to battle against the earn method of mm. acceptance before God. And I have had conversations with people who have said who have told me in in so many words that they the one of the reasons why they don't read the scriptures is they feel like if they get into any kind of disciplined mode of reading the Bible that it feels like earning, it feels mm. like checking off a box. Mm. And so they are they're I don't want to say afraid, but they they love the gospel so much that they're they're actually stepping into mm. um, an error. And and what I've said to them is, um, if you love the gospel, it actually drives you to reading the scriptures. Yeah. And it actually says, I'm I'm not doing this because I have to. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm, and we'll talk more about this in a minute. But I'm going to have a regular routine, even if I don't have times when I don't want to because I know that God has freed me 
to to love him and to learn about him to hear his voice through the scriptures. Yeah. And uh, so I've just I've heard that and I wonder and and I think sometimes we can we can love the gospel so much that it can actually um put us in error in something like this. Yeah. And maybe we should do a podcast episode on this one idea <laughs> that essential in being a disciple is discipline. Mm-hmm. Like it's an essential it's part, part of the word. <laughs> it's an essential part. Yeah. The what the disciple is doing is intentionally putting themselves in a place where they're they're being exposed to something. They're learning, they're growing. Yeah. And if if we don't have the excluding something else in order to make ourselves available here, mm-hmm. if we don't have any kind of discipline in order to have a rhythm, in order to have a, a practice the way that we practice the way of Jesus, if it actually isn't turning into action, then we're at, what we're doing is we're missing out on Jesus. Yeah. Right. And so, um, like to to think of, can can you? I'm just going to not read the Bible because I don't want it to be like just mechanical, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, actually, you don't. You're, the mechanical, like having a rhythm and a practice and and learning how to read it is actually what's going to give you the life yeah. that, that you want. It actually puts you in connection with Jesus yeah. himself. Yeah. 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 And I think of it um, like I, I, as I read the Bible, I, I feel like God hits me with like surprises all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And so the more I read it, the more I'm like, Oh, I didn't even see that was so beautiful right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> you know, like it's like new beautiful things that I've read before but missed. Well, and that that's just it. It's things that you've read many, many times over and over and over. Yep. Um, that you disciplined yourself to read over and over and over. Yep. And then all of a sudden you've read it for the twentieth, thirtieth, fortieth time and 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 something brand new sparks and you're just amazed even that much more uh that uh, of the wonder of who God is. Yeah. It it hit me today cuz I was reading our Bible reading plan in Hebrews. It was right. Hebrews 13 today. Right. So now everyone can figure out what day today is. <laughs> um, but but as I as I read it, I read a passage I've read before. But today I, I it was just talking about Jesus being our shepherd um by like what what he did and as I just, I was, it was like God was like encouraging me. I felt like I saw Jesus more as mm-hmm. I was reading this passage, this one paragraph. I stopped and I read it like three times this morning because I was like, "Be my shepherd." And I was, I was real. Oh, I needed, the, I needed him, and I found him as mm-hmm. I read it. So, mm-hmm. so it's, it's not. Yeah, I, what a sad thing if we're like, no, I don't want to be mechanical. Yeah, I just want to have. I just want to lean into grace and not have to follow the law that says you have to read the Bible, whatever the Baptist law is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it's actually that these practices are the means. It's the way. Yeah, you know? almost like Jesus saying to Peter and Andrew, like, put your nets down, come over here, mm-hmm. right? And what they got was more of Jesus because mm-hmm. they did that. Yeah. So uh, we want more of Jesus. What happens? What happens to disciple if there is no Bible in their discipleship? What would you say? You know, I, it's similar to the... I think it's similar to the, the... The answer is similar to the question, what happens if to the disciple who doesn't go to church? Okay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. No problem. Um, I, I think the, the disciple who does not engage in the scriptures, who does not mm-hmm. um, either regularly or in some way have a practice of reading the Bible, mm-hmm. I think... 
it, it puts them at, I'll use a few different words, I think it puts them at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean against other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it takes away their, their ability to, to, know, um, to know the mind and the heart of God. Like you mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. the Bible is God speaking to us. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible's not about us. The Bible is about God, and he's speaking to us. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have that, if you don't have, if you're not taking the time to, to go after and hear the voice of God, read the voice of God in the pages, yeah. then you are missing out on, I mean, really, you, you're missing out on, on opportunity mm-hmm. to commune with your Heavenly Father. Yeah. That God actually wants to speak to us and wants us to hear us. Yeah. You know, the, I mean, the writer of Hebrews says that uh, that. that that in the past God spoke through the prophets, and now He speaks through His Son Jesus Christ, yeah. and He's all over the pages, yep. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so we read about who our God is mm-hmm. all through the Scriptures. Yep. And the Bible it says of itself that it's useful for teaching, instructing, correcting. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like God wants to use it to actually grow us. Mm-hmm. So it's like we get Jesus and we change. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you think of a disciple following Jesus who's like, I'm going to follow him? You know, 2,000 years ago, Peter and Andrew leave their nets, they follow Jesus, and then they never, sh- every time Jesus started talking, they walked away from him. <laughs> what, what would you say? I would say, <laughs> I don't think you're. <laughs> I don't think you're following Jesus. <laughs> there, there's a part of listening to his voice. Yeah. That's an essential part yeah. of, of being a follower of Jesus. Yeah. So, okay. And and I, I think the more you read the scriptures, mm-hmm. um, the more you find yourself submit. This is what I found, mm-hmm. that as a disciple of Jesus, the more I read the scriptures, the more I find myself wanting to put myself under the authority of Jesus. Yeah. Like I'm desiring it yeah. because I'm seeing that I'm seeing that that the way of Jesus is the best way. Mm-hmm. And so why you know I I hope that as I get older and 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 more along in my journey mm-hmm. that I would say more and more why would I want to live any other way? Yeah. And I feel that tension now mm-hmm. still just cuz I'm still in my in my suit, my birthday yeah, suit, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Still in this skin. Yeah. But 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 the scriptures teach me and push me and point me towards that better place, which is why would I want to live any other way other than putting myself under the authority of Jesus, yeah. under the care, under the hand, yeah. under the love of Jesus? Okay, so let's think about an MC leader or an apprentice, okay. and they've got a bunch of people in their MC, and they want to help them, just practical ways that they could help them to learn how to read their Bible. What, what would be a way you would encourage them? The first one, yep. MC leader and apprentice, yep. you have to be reading your Bible. Okay, come on. <laughs> yep. You have to be reading your Bible. And I don't mean that again as a check mark this thing. This isn't I, like a should. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like I'm I'm begging you yeah. to because I mean it's been said, you you can't take people where yeah. you've never been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I I cannot lead people as an MC leader. As a as a person, I, I cannot lead people to 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 the depths of understanding of who God is, or to places of healing, or to places of joy, yeah. if I have not experienced them myself yeah. within the pages of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can't. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is maybe one of the most powerful ways you could help your MC to start to read the Bible is if on your MC night, whenever you're meeting. You were genuinely excited yeah. about what Jesus had said to you in the Bible that day. Yeah. And you're like, guys, 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 
look at what God said to yeah. me today. Can I just show you? Yeah. Like, and yeah. if you're actually experiencing that, you, your, your experience and the fact that you are finding Christ in the Scripture will be a part of shaping the way that they look at it and the way they anticipate it. Well, I mean, and this is, this is somewhat anecdotal, but I mean, I can normally tell the, the disciples who are, who are in the Scriptures mm. because they talk about the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. We'll be at lunch. Yeah, and it and it just comes up. Yeah, they'll, they'll be counseling me, or or and and they're saying, well, you know, I read this the other day, yeah. and it just comes out. It just it, it's an overflow. Yeah, right. And so, um, so the so that that's again that's an, that's anecdotal. I'm not saying that you have to be talking about what you're reading all the time in order to prove it, but I'm. It's just my experience is that it's an overflow. Yeah. I would, I guess I want to turn up the dial. So I'm like, come on. I would tell disciples you have to do something. And it's actually written on the big, on the wall at Resonate. Enjoy grace. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, come on. Like, like if, you, if you are really enjoying the Bible and you're finding the grace of Jesus there as he talks to yeah. you. So whether you talk about it or not, I'm, I'm like, just in your heart, like, in. Oh, that we would be people who enjoy mm, it. Mm-hmm. We're like, I'm thirsty for you, God. Yeah. <laughs> and when you talked to me, I felt alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt loved. Yeah. Right. And if if we can start there, that's going to change. Yeah. May we not make disciples who don't find the Bible to be like, yeah. beautiful. You know? Yeah. And so I so I think that leads into to continue to answer your question. I think that leads into so. If I'm an MC leader who has a regular practice of being in the scriptures, mm-hmm. then that means I'm going to be talking. I'm going. I'm <clears throat> first of all. I'm going to have a, a how do I say this? A better handle on the scriptures yep. when we're in our MC time together. And and so okay. So we're going to turn to Philippians four, yep. and we're going to you know. Uh, pastor, whoever it was that preached it, read this. Let's. Re- why don't we read it? Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. and let's just talk about it. W- what okay. do you see here? What's beautiful here? Okay. And because you have a regular practice of the scripture, there's a better chance that you've read this mm-hmm. on your own. Yeah, there's a better chance that you've mm-hmm. already encountered, mm-hmm. um, you know, this the, this passage or this yeah. idea before. Mm-hmm. So now you're better equipped yep. to help your people. In that moment in your MC. Yeah. A, a way you could prep as a leader also would be whatever the sermon text was, whenever you get the MC guide, read that passage before your MC. Yeah, that's great. And just ask God to speak to you. Yeah. And so then you're like giving him a chance to say something to you even before, like you're letting the scripture speak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that, that's awesome. Uh, I, I think too, like I, when I think of what are ways we can help people read the Bible... And I love your answer. Read it that we start ourselves mm-hmm. as finding treasure there, and and I just want to be honest enough to go. Maybe there are some leaders and apprentices who go, but I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Even yeah, um, that's where I one. I love that we have a summer discipleship series. Yeah, one of the classes is how, how to, to read, read your Bible. Bible. <laughs> we have it on video. Like we we want to make this available. We we want it so that so that you can access this and mm-hmm. see it. And I think we're going to offer that every year. Yeah, like like uh, we, I, I think so. It's like there's never a time where this isn't going to stop being on the uh, mm-hmm. itinerary. Like yeah. we want it. Um, there's books out there. There's amazing books out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm like uh, living by the book by uh, Howard Hendricks. Yes, like, it's like yes. Uh, 
I'll say it again, Living by the Book by Howard Hendricks. Buy it on Amazon, read it. And he, he it, it's not just like practical, like how to observe, how to interpret, how to apply, yeah. but it's also worshipful. Yeah. It's like he takes you into like seeing it and think like... It's like shepherding our hearts to something that's I'll put an exclamation point on that book, Living by the Book by Howard Hendricks. That book, in my opinion, I think is the standard. Okay. I think it. I think it is the <laughs> yep. the foundation, yep. the be, one of the best places to start. Yep. And not a hard read yep. either. And I would say if those seem too hard and you want something even easier, read the Psalms. Yeah. Just read a Psalm. Yeah. And and you'll find that there's something like God God's speaking to you gently mm-hmm. in these things, or or maybe giving you a, a prayer, mm-hmm. a cry out to God, something mm-hmm. like your burden to the Lord through the prayers that are ushered in the Well, Psalms. what's great about the Psalms, too, is they're very honest. Yep. Like, the writers are very honest, and yep. so you can get that sense. Yeah. So uh, the other practical help, and, and this is the intention behind our MCs, you write a guide where the first two questions... Mm-hmm. Say, open up your Bible <laughs> and read this, yeah. and then ask this question. Yeah, right. And and can I just make a comment on those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those t- first two questions are intentionally somewhat easy questions. Yeah, and they're written for the people in your group, for the for the people in the groups. Yeah, that have no experience reading the Bible. Yeah, and um, and so I would even say, if you do have experience. Feel free to feel free to open that up to make it maybe a little bit more. I don't want to say challenging, but maybe a little bit more in depth for the people in your group if yeah. that's where they're at. Yeah. Well, I, I like thinking of the person who maybe doesn't know how to read the Bible. Right. And I think giving that space for your MC where you read the scripture together, and then you ask them to answer a question that they can find from that verse that mm-hmm. they just read. If right. they just look at it right there. The answers right there. Yeah, what you're doing is it's sort of like uh, you're you're helping them to mm-hmm. not like they're learning how to read it because they're reading it with you. No, they're taking their first mm-hmm. steps of observation. Yep. And when someone else observes something in that text and shares, that actually helps that new disciple to exercise that. And they're like learning from someone yeah. else. Yeah. So the the time together in our MC, if we if we don't skip over that. Mm-hmm. What what you're doing is you're you're it's like a workout that the result will be people are are learning how to read the Bible. Right. I had a good friend. He's a church planter. Yeah. In uh, in Flint, Michigan, and he just loves the Bible. Like just loves it. And he he was. Um, I remember when he was in college and he was learning how to teach someone to read the Bible, and he's like the best way to do it is read it with them. Mm. Like you need to like just open it up together and read it and talk about it together. He's like that I'm convinced is the best way to learn how to read the Bible. Right. That's why we have MCs. That's right. That's what we're doing. Yeah. That's why this is an essential DNA of MC that, that your eyes would be on the same passage together. Mm -hmm. You'd be reading it together Mm -hmm. and you have space and time each week to talk about it. And um, yeah, I, our, our hope is in that, we would have disciples who are learning how to read the Bible and finding Jesus himself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. May God make it happen. Okay, I love it. Well, thanks for the conversation. Yeah. That's uh, essential DNA number one. Number one. We're going to run through all five of them. I think it'll be great conversations. I can't wait for next time. I can't wait too. Okay, have a great one.